Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got Taran here with us. Hello. And we're talking about Aquaman, aren't we? Yes. Along with some other stuff. So Rebel Moon, we'll also be talking about. And then um, I watch Godzilla Minus One. Oh, you watch Rebel Moon? I didn't watch Rebel Moon. Oh. Uh, I didn't mention that. Yeah, I, you'll review Rebel Moon. I'll review Godzilla okay. Minus One. Yeah. Um, I heard... Anyway, we'll get into your review about Rebel Moon. I've heard things about it, and that's why I haven't I haven't really had a chance to watch it, actually. But um, I was planning to watch it at some stage. Mm. Because you're a Zack Snyder fan, so I thought I am. Be. I love um, Justice League. Yeah, the movie he did direct. <laughs> <laughs> you love a movie that he did direct. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of all of his movies, my favorite one is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm, you really like that movie. Yeah, yeah I do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But the, it feels like it's not his movie, even though it is. Like, it's got, it literally has his name in the title, but like, mm. it feels different to all of his other movies in a way. But first, we'll talk about another movie in the DC universe, which is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, so we wanted to review this um, sooner because we. I guess lost losing our memory around this movie because I slept for some of it. We both slept for some of it. You slept at the start. I slept at the end, um, which is not a good sign. But I think we might have just been tired as well. So it was a Christmas release here in Australia. So we did watch it during the the week of Christmas, or just after Christmas. Directed by James Wan, who is the one. Who is the one? Yeah. Is that you saving that up for this episode? No, no, yeah. off the cuff that one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that one, that one. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, from Melbourne, or he studied in Melbourne, or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went some... to RMIT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, he's obviously mostly known for his horror films, um, Conjuring. But he's done two. Fast and Furious. He's done, done Fast Seven. Mm. Yeah, Furious Seven. He's done Aquaman. Did the first Aquaman? Did you mm. know the first Aquaman is the highest-grossing DC movie ever? Oh, for some reason I thought it would be something Zack Snyder, but I guess it isn't. Yeah, no, like it's shameful that BVS isn't. Like it really should be. Yeah, and this is even compared to um, like Christopher Nolan's ones mm. as well. So it's wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's shameful that it's not one of those either. <laughs> so it's the highest-grossing DC film ever. So it's mm. not a. Batman movie or a Superman movie. It's an Aquaman movie. So obviously they were going to make a sequel to this. So I think they started making this movie a long time ago, but it's been delayed again, like a lot of these last few DC movies. It's been delayed a very, very long time. And it just so turns out that this ends up being the last film in the DC Extended Universe because James Gunn, I was going to say James Wan, because mm, you but got that he's not head. the one, yeah. Yeah. James Gunn is starting his new um, DC universe, the DC Gods and Monsters. Yes, which is like the are they calling it chapters? Yeah, chapter one, I think. Yeah, yeah. chapter one of the DCU. Um, what do you think of the movie? It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Like yeah. for the parts I was awake, I was like, "Yeah, it's okay." Yeah, I did sleep for twenty twenty or so minutes at the start. Um. I would say it's a bit cringe. It's, yeah. It's got, like, jokes. I feel like it was inspired a lot by Marvel, but, like, Marvel from, like, six years ago. So, like, it's got, like, these quips and jokes that, you know. I feel like it was Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. What was the last one that came out? Bad Boys for Life. That's the third one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one's okay. I don't know. I can't remember. But it feels like Bad Boys 2. Just in terms of like, it's like a buddy cop movie, but uh, why yeah, that yeah. movie specifically? Because there's so many other buddy cop movies. Because it feels like it's from 2001. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we've got Jason Momoa coming back, and we've got um, Patrick Wilson coming back. So it's essentially everyone that was in the first one's coming back for this one. Yeah. Uh, in, so apparently Randall Park was in the first one. He was in the first one. Yeah, I do not remember that. Yeah, he's in this one as well. He was in but, the end yeah. credit scene of the first one. Oh, is that all he's in? No, he's in the movie as well. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But in the end credit scene, I'm pretty sure he meets up with Black Manta. Uh, and that kind of leads on to what happens in this movie. But yeah, he was in that first one. Uh, he's in it a lot more in this one. Uh, it's the same villain again in this one, which is... Black was... Manta. But there is this other guy. Yeah, there's another. Just Sauron. Yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson isn't a villain. I guess they're doing kind of like a low-key thing with him again. Like, I I realized how similar this is to... So if you combine Wakanda from Black Panther, put it underwater, you get the story of Thor 1, and you combine everything, you get Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Pretty much. Uh, And then The Dark World is this movie. Yeah, yeah, he has to break him out of jail and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they do a bit of, like, team-up stuff. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah, they do buddy cop stuff, yeah. Yeah, except, do you think this is worse than The Dark World? <laughs> it's pretty tough. It's probably about the same. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's boring. That was my experience with it. I just found it to be 
just forgettable and boring. I thought it was probably as good as the Marvels. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. I thought Marvels was... Worse than this. <laughs> probably worse than this, but yeah. it at least tried. Like, there was a couple more interesting things in there because it had the three, you know, characters and... This has so, some stuff that is moderately interesting. They visit, like, weird fish people, which yeah. is sometimes interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought the some of the CGI is really bad, but some, some of it's actually cool. okay. Yeah. yeah, some of it's okay, and some yeah. of it's not great. Yeah, uh, I thought the Patrick Wilson Jason Momoa team up would be better. Patrick Wilson's kind of yeah. Good. Patrick Wilson's yeah. good. Yeah, I think he brings up the movie a bit. Jason Momoa is, I guess, he's Jason Momoa. I preferred him in Fast and Furious. Yeah, at least he was like completely over the top there. Yeah, in this he. Is he a good actor? I don't think he is. He's he plays himself. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a like he's in the same realm as like a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a rock a good actor? Probably not. No, but he's got yeah. charisma, so he just carries it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think all the scenes he had with Patrick Wilson, he was pretty good. Yeah, Patrick Wilson's actually quite good in this. <laughs> Surprising, yeah. like he's probably too good for this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's actually trying, yeah. like everyone else. Uh, I think there was a lot of studio interference in this movie as well because of various things. I think they had to cut out cut some stuff. stuff. Out. Yeah. Um, Amber Heard is in this movie, so if you, I thought she would die. Oh, I thought spoiler alert, she doesn't die. <laughs> I thought she wouldn't be in it as much as she is. But it's weird because it's like, like there's this whole story at the start where he's like, "Hey, I'm a dad." But it's just not there. Yeah. Like, it's like a single dad. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. just a single dad, but yeah. then she's He's, like, there. talking about his, to his dad about... It's like he's married to his dad. Yeah. His dad's the wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then she's there. Like, she's she, there. Just, she just turns up. And then yeah. she's actually in, like, some action sequences. But she's got maybe five lines, and they all look like they're filmed in a cupboard with no one else. Yes. I yeah, don't think yeah. there's a line in this movie where she's in the same room as someone else. Yeah, probably not. Like... There are scenes where she's in the frame with other people, but she doesn't say anything. Yeah. She's yeah. just in the background. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're not- Look, she's in this movie, but yeah. like, she does nothing. She yeah. does absolutely And her nothing. performance is <laughs> as bad as it usually is. So it's not like, don't- Well, yeah. she has no scope for performance. Yeah. She's got, she, she has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, but she's in it. I thought she wouldn't be in it at all. Like I thought she'd be in like a couple of scenes or something. But she's she's in it. She's so. in the background of a lot of scenes. Yeah. Yeah. She's third billing. Like it's like um, Jason Momoa, Patrick Wilson, and then her. So mm. yeah. Um, Randall Park has more to do with this movie. Randall Park yeah. has does have quite a bit, along with Black Manta. Uh, the story was. I feel like it could have been interesting, but for some reason I just wasn't that invested in it. I did like a, a whole, um, what's it called? It's like climate change kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That was too on the nose. Yeah. Like they mentioned it and then they're like, this whole thing's happening because of something else. And it's, yeah. It wasn't. Also, the villain Sauron. He looks like Sauron and he does Sauron things. Yeah, kind of. It's whatever like they hold Sauron. The, whatever they hold the thing. It's like you put on the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he forces people to do stuff. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he looks exactly like him, except instead of like an orange tinge, it's like they black. put a green tinge on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like some of the action. It was okay. 
they go into this like island for a bit, and there's some like weird animals, mutated animals and stuff. So that was yeah. kind of interesting, but overall, it was kind of boring. Yeah, well, I fell asleep. I don't. I was tired, um, and I missed the start. So you missed but, the part where the villain um, gets the trident. That's all you missed, really. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, it's it's got it's got stuff in it. It's not terrible, but it is not great either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it better than the Flash? No. Oh, yes, actually, yes, it is. It's better than the Flash. The CGI is miles better than the Flash. Yeah, there there are parts of it that are that are actually pretty good in terms of the visuals. Yeah, I think it's worse than the Flash. No, I think Flash is more interesting than this. The Flash is just uh, the the people that like the Flash are just um, blindsided by cameos. It's like, oh yeah, but this person's in it. It's like, yeah, what does he do though? Nothing. Batman. Yeah, he does nothing. Yeah, he does stuff. Yeah, yeah. If. The Flash is trying a lot more than this is. Yeah, Supergirl. At least it's a bit more ambitious. Like it, it was is, trying to do, but it's shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit ambition. <laughs> They've done. So this is the thing. You you pack in a, a story that is got very good potential, and you ruin it. So they can't do it again. That's what the Flash is. So they can't do Flashpoint again because they've ruined it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that's why they had to reboot the yeah, whole At universe. least this is yeah. just nothing. It's just whatever. Yeah. Like, they but haven't I'd... ruined any potential Aquaman stories. Who gives a shit about Aura Culcum or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah, also that substance, they kind of, like, um, allude that it's, like, really dangerous and stuff, but it doesn't really do anything. Mm. Like, in the story, they're like, oh, don't move it too much or, like, don't hit people yeah, with it. never does anything, and yeah. I thought they would, like, make it explode or something, but... It, Nothing happens. I think this is less... Like, that's why it's better than The Flash. It hasn't ruined as much as The Flash has ruined. (laughs) So they can't bring Michael Keaton back as Batman because they've ruined that. They can't do a a bunch of shit cameos because they've ruined that. They can't do Flashpoint again because they've ruined that. Yeah. They can't do Supergirl like they did in that movie because they've ruined that. They can always bring them back, though. Yeah, but they can't do it. They they're not going to do Flashpoint for like another. Yeah, well, they don't need to. It's not like you don't have to do Flashpoint. Like it's not a. But it's a good yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't yeah. have to. Like you can do other stories. With, yeah. With Flash. So you would you say you'd rather them do a shit version of Flashpoint and not do it again than not do Flashpoint? Uh. So no. The, your option is a shit Flashpoint and never do it again, or a good Flashpoint, but they did it. They did well. It that's, well. Uh, that's a pretty obvious choice. Yeah. So like, you, but you're yeah. picking the shit flashpoint. No. Well, <laughs> would you do a shit flashpoint like the one we got? Yeah. Or would you just do a really boring Aquaman movie? It's average. I think <laughs> it's as boring as Flash was. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same level of boringness, except the Flash is just more ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I think it's better. Than, I think it's not better than the Flash. I was going to say it's better than the Flash. I think it's not better than the Flash, but it's they're both not good. That's the that's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. We're comparing like not good movies to each other, so it's the yeah. Flash had a lot more to work with and should be a lot better. Yeah, yeah. The best DC movie this year is Blue Beetle. Probably, yeah, yeah. Because the rest are really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not that that was like amazing, but it was. It's like Blue amazing. Beetle, and then like Miles. 
then Shazam, oh, yeah, Shazam Aquaman, yeah. and this. Uh, yeah. Shazam, Aquaman, and then Flash, yeah. 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 I think Shazam, I, actually, I don't even remember what Shazam was. Maybe was this is as boring. good as Shazam. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was also boring. Yeah. They, these, those two are boring. Flash is not boring. It's just bad. But at least it tried something. It attempted something. But yeah. It's bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do any spoilers? Yeah, do you want to? Um, okay. If you haven't seen Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, go watch it if you want. Um, well, box office wise, I think it's not doing great again, um, but not the worst opening ever. I think the worst opening ever is still Wonder Woman 1984, and then Blue Beetle, and then this. I think I think that was the the ranking, but it's going to lose money anyway. Is this worse than Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> no, I think Wonder Woman's worse. When I think I watched... Wonder Woman's worse than The Flash. Really? Yeah. Wow. When I watched Wonder Woman 1984, I actually didn't think it was that bad, but mm. it came out at the end of 2020, and we hadn't watched any movies for the whole year. So it was like the first movie we watched in a very long time. So I think I was a little bit blinded by that. Mm. But having looking back at the movie, it was not good. Mm. It was pretty bad. <laughs> this might be better, I think, than Wonder Woman. Yeah. It probably makes more sense than Wonder Woman. Yeah, it makes more sense. This is boring, but it does make sense. It makes sense. It's a coherent storyline. Yeah, yeah. like what they did, like there's nothing too, you know, crazy in terms of the plot, but Mm. it makes sense. All right, spoilers. Um, I thought the end credit scene was interesting. Like, wouldn't they want to end with something... More than that, like the ending, the DC mm. extended universe with. What, the, what do you end it with? Like, yeah. how can you? How can you end it? I thought they just wouldn't have an end credit scene. Yeah, that's probably better. Than, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. This is kind of funny, I guess. Yeah. So it's uh, Patrick Wilson having a cheeseburger yeah. with a cockroach in yeah. it. So that's the last scene in the DC extended universe. Also, the last scene of the movie. Did they actually do that? Like. Because that's just exactly the same as how Iron Man ends. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's, well, kind of. It's not exactly. Yeah, it, it's similar. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, everyone knows. Doesn't everyone know him anyway? I thought yeah. people knew him. No, it's it's not like a shock factor that he's Aquaman. He just says, I'm Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think people are shocked that he's Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Iron Man where he's re- revealing his Iron Man. Yeah, his identity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, I thought, I thought the uh, the movie was leading to Aquaman giving King giving Orm the throne the again. Throne. Yeah, I yeah. thought he would do that as well because, because... He, it goes all throughout the movie. He's like, I hate this job. Yeah, and I don't want to do it. And then Orm was like, I loved it, but I thought you wanted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, like Orm is better. He's like a better person now. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like he's a, he's a better king. Like yeah. he actually knows what he's doing. Yeah. So I thought it was leading to that. <laughs> yeah. But then he, he's just like, hey, just yeah. Yeah, go. No, you're actually yeah. banished and like yeah. just don't just, you know, keep out of the just yeah. Keep out of the way. Like don't make too much noise and um I'll continue to be king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought he was gonna give up the throne. I thought that would have made more sense, but yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, and I thought Amber Heard was gonna die at that start, but she just survives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they, so they have a kid. It's in the trailers. They have a kid now. Yep, he's not in it much. They yeah. nearly kill him at the end, though. Yeah, yeah. 
Also, the way the actual bad guy dies, hmm. so they do this whole thing where they like need his blood and need Aquaman's blood. Um, so they take the kid because he has the same bloodline, and the, obviously they don't kill the kid, but then they get Aquaman's blood anyway. But then they immediately kill the bad guy. Mm. Yeah, he dies straight away. Yeah, like he catches one trident, and then he and it just dies. I'm like, well, he doesn't have a second arm. Yeah, so yeah. he can't catch the second trident. <laughs> yeah, but it but it, <laughs> it like breaks the other t- trident as well. Yeah. Like it like the, yeah, but if he had a second arm, he could have caught it. <laughs> so he doesn't have one. So yeah. it's, so it all goes back to that flashback scene where where he gets they cut a, off his arm. Yeah. yeah, that that was a very important point in the movie. Yeah. Where one of his arms gets cut off. Otherwise, he would have survived, yeah, and yeah. had both triads, and they would have, it yeah, would have been then unstoppable. W- then it yeah. would have been the end. But yeah. yeah, it was very easy in the end. He just kind of well, it's they easy. chuck a trident, and that's it. We'd chuck two tridents. Yeah, well, he catches, <laughs> catches yeah. the first one. You gotta, <laughs> if you just chucked one, he'll just catch it. So, yeah. yeah. He's very good at catching tridents. That's well, but he only has one arm. So, yeah. it's, yeah. They, they found his weakness. His greatest yeah. strength is also his greatest weakness. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He should have dropped that trident and then yeah, caught, the caught the other, other one. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that happened very quickly. So, I thought the end was like. Whatever, and then Black Manta's. I was happy it ended though. I was like, oh, I don't oh, want yes. another fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Black Manta's. At least he sticks by his values. He's like, yeah. Aquaman goes to help him, and it's like, nah. Yeah, and he I'm just dies. Die. Yeah, or yeah. maybe. Well, it doesn't matter because we're yeah. never going to see this world again. Yeah, yeah. I thought they would have done another villain, like mm. at least do something. They else. did. They did the guy that could catch trains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's who appears for like you know two minutes in the movie, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought they would have done something else, but it's essentially the same cast again. Remember, they were going to do like a lot of other DC movies, and one of them was like a trench. The trench, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, that was just a code name for a Black Manta movie. Oh yeah, so they would have done just a Black Manta movie, which I don't know somehow would have. Maybe that was this, <laughs> and they were just. I, I think it was Aquaman in between. It. Yeah. I think it was in between this and. Hmm. Uh, the first Aquaman. So I think he was doing some stuff in between, potentially. Yeah. Um, because he has, like, people, like, he's got, like, a team of people that does stuff and he's got all his equipment and he does, tech yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, I yeah, I've, I don't care about DC movies. Well, this, these batch of DC movies. Yeah. And probably Marvel movies at this point yes, either. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I haven't even started watching What If. I After I got home from New Year's at three, like three o'clock, I made myself two-minute noodles and watched one episode of What If. Oh, what a way to start the year. Yeah. And two-minute noodles and What If, yeah. season two. Yeah, one. at 3 a.m. And I Was don't it really episode? remember it. Oh. I know Nebula's in it. It's like a murder mystery. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard it's actually all right, season two, but I haven't I haven't seen any of it yet. Also, Echo is coming out in like Soon, yeah. a couple of days. Yeah, it's too much. I can't like, I can't do it. It's too much stuff. <laughs> just, just don't give me this much stuff. Yeah, yes, yeah. it is a bit of a overload, and it's it, it's too much like too much average, shit. too much average. Yeah. yeah, too much mediocre stuff. Like yeah. you've got to. If what, if it was that much like high quality stuff, then sure, yeah, yeah. When you've got so many options for entertainment, it's got to be better than average now. Like you, you got to your time is worth something. So it depends how much you value your time, but you can't watch 
all this average material for hours. So average to bad material. Yeah. Do you want to talk about average material? Do you want to move on to the next thing? Yeah, on yeah. on the same lines. Yeah, um, Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Zack Snyder. Yes, I didn't actually hate it as much as everyone well, else. Well, it's yeah, I heard it was really bad, and it it's not great, obviously, but it's not it's not like three out of ten or whatever. Um, it's a four out of ten. It's I think it's at five at the moment on IMDb, but okay. it's probably skewed by like. Zack Snyder bots, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just like, why have you made this? Because <laughs> it's it's like shot for shot remake of some movies. Yeah, someone yeah. um described this movie as like a really bad cover of Star Wars. There's like shots in this that are taken directly from Star Wars, like not even trying to be different. Yeah. I thought he was doing it to make it like a more violent, more gritty Star Wars. Like more adult. Yeah. It's not, though. Yeah. It's not like nothing violent. There's no blood in this movie. There's yeah. not a single drop of blood. <laughs> yeah. So th- there's this whole thing about the director's cut now, how that's meant to be the actual version. But Why does he make people watch movies twice? <laughs> yeah. Just put out the actual movie first. <laughs> yeah. And it's and- on Netflix as well. It's not yeah. like it's coming out in the cinemas and you need to like censor it yeah. so that you get a bigger audience. It's on Netflix. So just put out the actual version. It's done. I'm not watching this again. Like, <laughs> it wasn't great watching it the first time. Why would I watch it a second time? Because it's slightly more bloody. Yeah. The story's just Star Wars. Okay. There's like an emperor and there's like a Darth Vader character. Yeah. And then there's a Luke Skywalker character. And then they've injected like Seven Samurai Magnificent Seven where she goes around and recruits people. Okay. Yeah. And in the end, they don't even do anything. They just all get captured and they get lucky. There's a part two though. So in part two, that's Because the emperor isn't in this yet. That's where you're going to The emperor is the main chick's dad. Oh, okay. So they can switch it up a bit. Who's the Darth Vader character then? He's like a he's just like a general okay. character. He's he's that guy. Um there's lots of guys in this that you would know. He's uh he's in a leader. Oh yeah. In uh who in a leader? Oh he's a bad guy in Deadpool One. Oh yeah. That guy. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Sophia. Bolotel is like the Luke Skywalker. Yeah. She's the she's a villain in Kingsman one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Digimon Honsu's in this. Oh yes, my favorite yeah. actor. Yeah. Um Charlie Arnim is in this. Uh who else? So it's got people. It's got people. It's like got the it's names. got lots of people you would yeah. know. And it's Cor- the- Corey Stoll is in this. Oh yes. Yeah. Of um Man Vane. Um Who else is in this that you no, they go recruit some people and like they, they recruit like you think it's going to be like good, but they recruit like three people and it takes them one and a half hours and then they do the end of the movie in 10 minutes. Wow. Okay. So the whole movie is just him, her recruiting people, but it isn't like even fun. There's no banter. It's just. They recruit people and they never talk again. So they recruit them and then they're just in the background of scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. How long is it? Two hours, so it's not ridiculous. It's not painstaking. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's there's a starting 15 minutes where they introduce everything, and then there's about an hour and a half of recruiting people, and they have, like, deep conversations that aren't actually deep, and then someone betrays them, 
and then um, they fight for a bit. Yeah. Okay. The whole the premise is that there's this town, there's this little village that they live in, and you don't care about spoilers, I'm guessing. This no. is spoilers. Spoilers yep. for Rebel Moon. There's a town, and the main chick lives in that town, and then the the Darth Vader guy comes over, and they're looking for these rebels, um, and they need food, and they want to take all their food, essentially. So he's like, we're going to come back in 10 weeks, and we're going to take all your food, and he kills Corey Stoll. And they're like, oh, shit, we're going to staff. What do we do? And then Sophia Bolatelli's like, let's go. Let's go recruit some people to go help fight. Um, so then they go recruit a couple people. And then they meet Charlie Hunnam, who has, he's like the Han Solo character, I guess. And he has a ship. He's like, I'll take you guys to recruit people. Um, and they recruit like three guys. And then someone betrays them. Guess who betrays them? Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, he, he betrays them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he wants money. And um, and then they just fight and they kill everyone. But right. the Darth Vader guy's still alive. Okay. Yeah. And then in the end, he does like a, do, do you know, at the end of Star Wars, how they do the call with the Emperor? He does a call like that with the Emperor. <laughs> okay. So they introduced the Emperor. And then yeah. That's- she was like a, she used to be part of the the empire and she was like a high a high officer and then she um she deflects or yeah i can't remember i can't even remember why i had to watch it in two parts even though it was only two hours i had to break it up because i got bored in the middle um she she leaves because it's too much killing or something i can't remember i i genuinely can't remember why she left (laughs) (laughs) oh no so she was there was like a king, and the king had a daughter, and then the the current emperor does like a coup and kills the king and the daughter, and she was protecting the daughter. So I think that's why she leaves. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I will not watch it. It's it's like it's very derivative of a lot of stuff, but it doesn't do it as well as any of those things. And you would think that Zack Snyder would do action well, but. He doesn't in this either. Like, there's no... No one gets their limbs chopped off or anything. It's just a lot of slow motion, like, twirling and then hiding behind cover and shooting people and just doing that over and over again. Which, I don't know, in general, you'd expect Zack Snyder to be good at action, but it's not... Yeah, he doesn't even do that well in this. Yeah. That's that's uh, kind of his strength, isn't it? Like people watch his movies for his visual style. Yeah, his visual style. Like yeah. that Army of the Dead movie that he made a couple of years ago. That wasn't that bad. I thought that was all right. Like not yeah. amazing, but it was fine. Uh, I would say this is that much worse than that. It's probably on that level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was okay, but I guess the expectations for this one are much higher. All right. Anything else on? I don't know. Will you watch the second one? I guess. Do I need to watch the first one? I might watch. I just go well, straight into the second one. one yeah. if, if it's not required, like, I mean, based off what you told me, doesn't seem like that much happens. The mo- the one scene that got me, I'm like, this is a direct copy. Is at the- do you remember the start of Force Awakens where Kylo Ren comes out of the the ship? Yeah, and like it, like it's on his feet. Yeah, yeah, exact same shot. Like the 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 thing opens the ship opens the smoke is there and then it's the feet of him coming out 
Yeah. I yeah. guess he's inspired by Star Wars, but... But, like, there's inspired and then there's directly copying <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it better than Star Wars? Like, like Rise of Skywalker? Well, at least Rise of Skywalker is somewhat original. It's shit. Well, it's actual but Star Wars. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's terrible. This is just like a comp- uh, a mishmash of stuff he's seen and put together. He could have made this whole movie without shooting a single scene. He could have just put stuff he's seen from other movies into a montage and made this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have made sense because all the characters would, would be different. different. Yeah. But it would, it would be the same movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Rebel Moon is not a recommendation. Worse than The Flash. Probably around the same. Okay. Around yeah. the same as The Flash, yeah. 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 Better CGI, though. There's not much... Uh, it doesn't have to use that much CGI in this, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought there would be more because it's a sci-fi... There's, like, spaceships and stuff. Well, also, the CGI is not bad. Like, at, at no point did I go, oh, that's really terrible. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, a lot of people um, either like or don't like Zack Snyder, so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I haven't even heard many of the, like, big Zack Snyder fans saying that this is good, though, which yeah. probably shows that it's not great. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's just not edgy enough. It's really not edgy at all. Yeah. Like, it's meant to be adult Star Wars. Like, it's exactly the same as Star Wars. There's nothing more adult in this. Yeah. 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 It's that director's cut that you got to wait for. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm not watching it again. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. If there's a director's cut, I'm not watching it. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Um, Godzilla Minus One. I watched it uh, a couple of days back. Uh, this is a Toho version of Godzilla. It's released on the... I'm going to say the 70th anniversary of Godzilla. Uh, It's a Japanese film. It's based in uh, post-World War II Japan. So it talks about, um, so obviously it's a Godzilla movie, but Godzilla isn't actually in it that much. So it's much more about the characters uh, and them sort of recovering from post-war Japan, like living in post-war Japan um, and 
getting over the effects of the war, but then also having to contend with this new threat, um, which is Godzilla. So it revolves around this central character who was in the war uh, and has a lot, lot of regret from it. But then he immediately after the war, he also encounters Godzilla and then he's got some regrets from that as well because he wasn't able to act when he first encounters Godzilla. So uh, it revolves around him and then how he you know moves back to Tokyo and Tokyo's rebuilding and he meets um, this other lady and another kid and they kind of form this family and then the story sort of progresses from there. But then Godzilla is this threat that's kind of there in the background. So Godzilla is probably only in this maybe four or five scenes in the whole movie. But when he is in it, he's like very terrifying. So it's not like a Godzilla in the Hollywood Godzilla movie. He's main. He's villain. He's because in the in the Hollywood ones, they always make it out he's like a he, hero. he yeah. he does he destroy stuff. He destroys stuff. Like first, he's yeah. like not. They're like, oh, who is this guy? But, but it's like, oh, no, but he's doing it for the people. There's always, yeah. like, some redeeming factor. Yeah. He, like, not kills a monster or something. Yeah. Not in this. Yeah. So, in this... Originally, in Japanese, Godzilla, Godzilla is a villain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, in this, he's absolutely, like, he's just a monster. He's Whenever he comes, he's like, you know, bad stuff's going to happen, and it's, it's terrifying, and he's... Every time he uses his atomic breath as well, you know that it's, like... Is going to cause some serious damage. So this was only made on a budget of fifteen million, apparently, which is minuscule compared to like the two hundred million dollar uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, like budgets that they have for those kind of movies. Um, also, before this, I saw the trailer for that other Godzilla Godzilla X Godzilla Kong. X Kong. Yeah, um, and like it's completely different to this like this is a much more serious movie than that uh and like you take it much more seriously whereas that seems like just like a seems like boys having fun yeah know? just another action yeah. movie yeah. Uh, there's like a little king kong as well do you see yes yeah. little king kong who's the yeah. villain who are they fighting uh it's a bad king kong this time so in the last one is a bad godzilla right it was it was mecha godzilla yeah, yeah. i think in this time it's like a it's like a v- bad bad king, king kong. kong okay yeah so then he gets Godzilla to help him. But Godzilla can just destroy everyone. So I don't get like, yeah. At least in the first one, it was another version of Godzilla. So like. It, it was, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was Mecha Godzilla. So it was like kind of equal. But yeah, I don't know how it's going to work in this. Maybe there'll be more than one villain. Maybe they haven't yeah. specified who it is yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is very serious, kind of sad movie. Um, but it's kind of true to the origins of Godzilla, and you actually feel like Godzilla. Firstly, you care about the human characters, which is kind of the flaws in most of the other Godzilla movies, where you don't really care about the human characters. They make you care a lot more about them in this, uh, and you actually follow their story. And um, when the action goes down, it it's quite well done as well. So I think it's probably the best Godzilla movie that I've seen in a very... I don't think... I hear that it is the yeah. best Godzilla yeah, movie. I, I'm yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a better one. I don't think there mm. is, yeah. I think Godzilla 2014 is probably... Yeah, it's better than yeah. that. Like, that People was... say Shin Godzilla last year was also really good, but this is better, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I mm. think this is... But it's not a typical... If you like the action version of Godzilla and the more, like you know, lighthearted, like it's just a bit of fun kind of thing. This is not that version. 
this is a serious movie. It's almost like a nice companion piece to Oppenheimer. Like it's that kind of tone. Mm. Um, and Oppen- it happens at the same time, which is why I'm saying it's like a, a nice uh, companion piece because you get the American side in Oppenheimer and you get the Japanese side with a Godzilla in it mm. um, in this movie. All true. All, All yeah. true events, obviously. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the Godzilla looks pretty cool in this as well. Like he's kind of like, um, it's more OG Godzilla. Yeah, it looks mm. like the the ones in. They try and make the Hollywood ones a bit more like expression, like have more expression yeah. to their face. But he's like more just animalistic in this one. Yeah, he's just yeah. like a yeah, just like a monster. But mm. yeah, and I think they make him look like in the Hollywood ones. Sometimes they make him look like gigantic like massive like he is big but in this is like maybe bigger than slightly bigger than a big building like mm. it's not like two times the size of a skyscraper or something like yeah. it's not that big yeah yeah he's yeah. he's pretty big in all of the hollywood ones yeah except for the really bad one oh yeah, the matthew broderick one yeah 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 so he's, he's big but it's not like massive in this um, and you get like an insight into like how Japan, I don't know how realistic it was, but how Japan was after the war and how like war ravaged they really were uh, and like how regretful they were as well. And then the rebuild that they went through. So it's it's interesting. Um, but it's, yeah, it is a serious movie and, and has its uh, sad moments as well. So it's, yeah, but definitely worth a watch. I, I don't regret watching it at all in the cinema. I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah. So that's a recommendation. That's a code recalibration. Obviously better than The Flash uh, at uh, like 10% of the budget of The Flash. So it shows that you don't have to have a massive budget to make a like a epic looking movie either because there is some like big action destruction type scenes and it looks pretty good like i didn't notice it being low budget or anything yeah so when we go to japan we can um watch the next version so there is a oh, is there another one coming out uh so spoilers for uh godzilla minus one so if you haven't seen it go watch it definitely go watch it so there is at the end um the the lady that he meets um she d- supposedly dies in between like she saves him from one of the attacks from godzilla um, and she supposedly, like, we think she's dead, but she's actually alive at the end. But then in the very last shot of the film, you see that she's got, like, a some sort of mutation or something on her neck. Like, it's like black veins, like, crawling up her neck. Uh, and then they also show that Godzilla is still alive. Mm. Godzilla end. never dies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he's regenerating himself or something. Mm. So, yeah. So, he's, he'll be back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's Godzilla minus one. Perfect. Yeah. Anything else? No. No. I think we were going to talk about Loki season two. I still haven't seen it. And yeah. Yeah. All right. Like two minutes on Loki season two. Uh, I think it was pretty good. Like in terms of the the way the Disney Plus shows have gone, it is one of the better ones. Um, they do set it up well. About three quarters of the show, I felt. Like, it wasn't even a low-key show. Like, it wasn't really in it that much. But then the last two episodes, they bring it back to him. 
But then this character's departed so much from his origins. Like, he's just like another guy now. Like, he's just like, it's not like Loki anymore. Mm. Like, the initial Loki is just like this other dude. And they give him all these powers that I, they never really explain how he gets them or how he like controls them or anything like that. So now he can like control time. Like, he can go jump between, jump in between timelines within the TVA. So, like, within the TVA, it looks like there is a sense of time, even though in the first season they said there is no time in, in the TVA. Um, so it gets confusing. Like, some of the stuff gets really confusing um, as to how some he's controlling some things. And um, they also seemingly write sort of Kang out of the story. Uh, so Kang is in it, like another version of Kang, Victor Timely, uh, like his initial version. And he, he, we think you think he's going to be important, but he actually ends up being not that important to the story. Um, which could be because they're maybe writing Kang out of the story altogether. So um, could be that. But basically, what happens at the end of the season is season's been out for a while, so spoilers for Loki season two. But Loki basically controls time, like he's like binding together all the timelines. Um, and that's how the season ends. So, like, that's where he is now. Like, he's kind of in between all these timelines, and he's, like, holding them together. So, yeah. But it was good, but I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. Mm. Um, Lots of people really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe because I'm just mm. over Marvel in general. Yeah. But, like, I thought it was good, but I, I still have so many questions, like, how this stuff works. So I don't think it was that well executed. Also, yeah. Sylvie is like not even a secondary character in this. Like she's barely in it. I thought she would be in it much more. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really comment. I did not watch enough. <laughs> I know of it some of our friends it, yeah. really like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I watched it all in a day, and I just mm. thought, yeah, it was like halfway through the show. I was just like, this is not really that good. Yeah. But then, like, to its credit, it does pick it up, especially in the last two episodes. So it does get good, but not good enough for the whole season to be redeemed, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. I think if it probably came out in a time that Marvel was doing good stuff, we probably would have liked yeah, it. Yeah, we probably yeah. would have watched it, yeah. And we probably would have liked it, like, yeah. if it was exactly the same show. Yeah. But because it's kind of bogged down with other not great stuff around it, then it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it does uh, diminish its returns. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think in terms of our stuff on this show for 2023, I think that brings us to the end in terms of all the reviews we're planning to do. So next we've just got our best and worst of that we will do for 2023 and our most anticipated for 2024. 2024 is interesting because I can't, think of a single movie that I'm like super duper excited for mm. except maybe June part two but even that I'm like I'll watch it and I'm looking forward to it but I'm not like dying to watch it yeah yeah it's it seems like yeah there isn't I'm sure there'll be some good stuff though but yeah off the top of my head I can't think of anything at the moment but I'm sure there will be some stuff yeah yeah the Garfield movie yeah yeah definitely starring Chris Pratt yeah and Madam Web. That would be amazing. Craven yeah. the Hunter. And Craven the Hunter. Yeah. 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 Do you know why they call him the Rhino? Not yet, but we're, we're going to find, find out. out soon. Yeah. yeah. We're going to find out. 
Yeah. Um, Have you seen that trailer yet? No. Have you not seen that trailer? It's the best trailer ever made. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saving it for the movie. I just want to experience it in the movie. All right. Well, if people want to get in touch with us about their thoughts on either Aquaman on Rebel Moon or on Godzilla Minus One, how do they go about it? You can. We're on all social media platforms at Cognitive Recalibration, or you can email us at Cognitive Recalibration Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And if you want to support the channel, you can do so via giving us subscribe on YouTube. Give us a like on this episode, and then we'll. Um, If you obviously want to comment, you can do so as well. Uh, And if you uh, listen to us through Spotify or iTunes, obviously give us a subscribe on those streams and also a review because that makes us more discoverable on those search engines. Cool. And uh, we, if you haven't heard already, we have started another podcast, another channel. Uh, First episode is already out on that. It's called Pai Salvasul, the the show. So um, definitely give us a follow and subscribe on that as well. Cool. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Hope you're all staying safe and we'll see you in the next one for Best and Worst of 2023. Yeah. See ya. See ya.